You're listening to The Antidote, Episode 3. Find a set of stairs, sprint up, walk down, do that five times, it'll take you 20 minutes and go home. What's up, campus family? This podcast was formulated to antidote information overload. With training, nutrition, and life hacks, you can use immediately. Our guest, Vince Delmani, is about to share his take on cardio, progression, and eating out. So let's get started. What's your honest opinion on uh, traditional forms of cardio for those who are really strapped for time? You know, I'm big. I'm a big believer on the minimum effective dose, which is simply starting with the least amount of stress necessary. So, you know, the analogy I use: if you wanted to get a suntan, you just go out, and you haven't been out in the sun all all, all uh, year. You only need to go out in the sun for five minutes to get a tan. If you go longer, you're going to get a burn. So that's the that's the minimum effective dose. So how does that apply to cardio? I mean, science has shown that the best bang for your buck is high-intensity interval training. So alternating short bursts of activity with, um, you know, also slightly short bursts. So just to keep it as very simple, like, you know, find a set of stairs, sprint up, walk down, do that five times. It'll take you 20 minutes and go home. That would be a great way to start. So I'm I'm a big believer in quality before quantity. And this is a principle, again, this goes back to our productivity versus activity conversation. You know, you want to be productive with your workouts. You don't want to confuse walking on a treadmill for two hours with being productive when you could have got the same caloric burn within 15 minutes of high intensity work. So I recommend starting with one session per week, capping the workout at 20 minutes and focusing on increasing the intensity within that 20 minutes. So, um, you know, you might just come up, you know, do 10 one minute intervals with one minute rest and then just focus on covering more distance every time it's, it's just kind of like keeping it simple and just focusing on improving bit by bit uh, from week to week and sticking with it when you find your fat loss plateaus at one session a week then we consider a second session but the worst thing you can do is back yourself in a corner and start doing cardio five six times a week because when that stops working where are you going to go Exactly. Seven, eight times a week. <laughs> the problem isn't quantity, it's quality. No one has a quantity problem. I mean, some people, but most people, will, I'd say 90% of people have a quality problem. They're not outputting enough effort. They're not hurting enough. They're not pushing themselves. They're not focusing on improving their what they're doing, like actually getting it done in less time. So, again, that just comes back to, you know, knowing the goal and arriving in a state that, allows you to put out the most effort possible, maybe even having a training partner where you guys can push each other. It's like, hey, you take this one, you take this flight, I'll take this flight. You take this flight, I'll take, and you push each other. So you're going to get a better workout with a training partner than by yourself every day of the week. So yeah, it's it's just simple stuff like that. I would recommend uh, starting there. Yeah, and I preach all the time to find a workout partner that you can really compete with, somebody on a similar level as you so that you can push each other to become, you know, a much better version of yourself and, and push them to become a much better version of themselves. Really? Uh, so because I've found, uh, you know, I've had very good training partners who are, you know, really into it and then some that are really not. And you can definitely tell the difference. Yeah. It's like a teammate in any sport. I think Brian Erlacher said it's, it's just not the same anymore, training without my team. And, and he said it, he just lost it because, you know, there's just not that motivation there anymore. Uh, so, 
take it from someone like him who trained with the team for, you know, his whole life. I hear you, man. So, uh, you know, of, of course we know it's, it's not best for competitors who want to step on stage, but for the average guy or girl trying to stay lean, uh, what are a few action steps you would take uh, when eating out with friends? So one of the, I mean, it's, it's tricky, you know, again, it all goes back to like priorities and like being in environments that you can control and say no, not getting, you know, trying to avoid those situations before they arise. So, so, um, but let's say, you know, you're, you're in a place, um, and, and you're, you know, everyone's ordering all the, all the, all the fun foods, comfort foods and all that. Um, I mean, it really comes back to having a plan. You know, if you have a plan, I mean, a restaurant in reality can make you anything you want. So, you know, if you have to look at the menu, that's, if, if you even start looking at the menu, that's the first problem because all of a sudden you're already thinking about deviating from your plan. So I'm talking about people that are really looking to maintain their body fat levels. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of different layers to answer this question, you know, but you know, to ensure that you're, you know, if you know you can only have five, 600 calories or something like ensure it doesn't turn into obviously like a thousand to 2000 calorie meal. Um, you definitely need to know what five, 600 calories looks like from the menu. So that's, you know, being familiar with uh, portion sizes and what certain foods may have hidden uh, ingredients in them. Um, you know, having them hold the sauces. If you're unsure about something, having them put it on the side, it, you know, you have to be educated. It takes time. Um, you know, if you're really trying to stick to your diet, the best thing is just to ask them to make you, you know, you know, go with protein and vegetables. And, uh, you know, I get, I like eating out. So I like going off, you know, picking fun foods off the menu and that, but, um, just make sure they're conducive with your goals. Uh, most restaurants can make a slice of fish or chicken taste good, believe it or not. Um, otherwise, you know, get a, get, get a big fat steak with some veggies, you know, extra veg instead of carbohydrates. If you're trying to keep things lean and, you know, you get a nice ribeye, I mean, that's going to satisfy you. And, you know, sometimes for me, it's kind of like just knowing what will, what do you need to, you know, kind of satisfy you without blowing your diet. So for me, it's like a glass of red wine. So it's like, I have a glass of red wine, so I'm going to get maybe 20, 30 grams of sugar. So it's not like a huge deal, but it, it, by, by saying yes to the red wine, I don't say yes to the bread and to the dessert. So, um, that's another kind of thing I've learned about myself. Um, I'll be honest too, like with eating out, like if you really just another strategy I've learned, especially when traveling and you're gone for like a whole seven days and you're eating in restaurants all the time, I find that I can maintain uh, my diet and my waistline really well if I just simply avoid alcohol, appetizers, and um, desserts. Okay. Is this, you know what I'm saying? Like if, yeah. if, you know, if you just kind of like avoid those, because that's, you don't normally have that, right? When you eat at home, it's not like you have an appetite. Who has an appetizer on their home, at, on their, who has alcohol with their meal, who has a dessert? Like, so if you just eat, try and eat like the way you would normally eat, like a protein source, a carb source, um, some vegetables, you know, you're, you're going to be, you're going to be okay. Even if it is a bit of bread, it's like, but you're going to, when you get into troubles, when you add three extra things to your meal, which all quickly stack up an extra 2000 calories, do that twice a week. Now you're adding extra fat, an extra pound of fat per week. So it's just like, yeah, those are, I know, I know it's all over the map there, but those are a bunch of things that I've, I've done. Um, it's all going to depend on the situation and the context of the uh, 
thing. And then also like even taking initiative. I'll just like, here's, here's a simple thing. I mean, if your buddies want to eat out and they're suggesting like some crappy restaurant that, you know, the best thing on there is like wings. It's like suggest Chipotle if it's around the corner or, you know, if there's a healthy spot, there are healthy spots where you can get a better option. So just take initiative, say, Hey, let's go here instead. Let's keep it clean. And, and sometimes the best thing is to get in line first. This again, another little sneaky thing and order before your friends, because if all your friends order bad, you'll probably be more inclined to, but if you set the stage and get first in line and like you're the first one to order off the menu and you're like, guess what happens to all your friends? Yeah. <laughs> you think they're going to like order, uh, you know, the burger and fries. They're going to be like, Oh uh, 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 yeah, I'll get the same thing he did. <laughs> so so yeah you just kind of take initiative too and you'll be like the power of social pressure or peer pressure is pretty amazing it can work on the positive side side too some of the best places to go out uh like you said chipotle i i've heard waba grill is is pretty good too most most restaurants now are putting the calorie count next to the meal um so you can generally know you know which are going to fit in well with you know what you have planned for the day know there's more next episode vince and i are going to reveal how to deal with failure and how to use it to spring to the next level so as always subscribe so you don't miss it and let's level up together